Hi guys, this is Amigapreneur, and I'm your host, Jacqueline. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Don't forget to subscribe. We have new episodes every Wednesday. This podcast highlights women of color who are entrepreneurs and creatives, and we focus on getting through the transition process from feeling stuck to taking action on your dreams. Hey guys, so today's episode is going to be a solo podcast and it's going to be on imposter syndrome and excuses I think that we use to hold us back from showing up for our vision and our dreams. I'm on a mission to get women of color into podcasting and to start telling more of their stories and their journeys. What I've been hearing from some of my followers and clients alike is their hesitation for podcasting or even putting themselves out there on social media. Imposter syndrome has come up a lot. Now I'm going to read the meaning of imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome, also known as imposter phenomenon, imposterism, fraud syndrome, or imposter experience. It's a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their accomplishments and has persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. And I'm just gonna like focus on doubts their accomplishments because the funny thing is you actually accomplish something, right? And I think that is so important to bring up is that you're doubting things that you have already accomplished, things that you are already doing. So I'm going to tell you a bit about me and how I got over the fear of imposter syndrome and especially on being on social media and when I launched my podcast. So here are my three tips on getting over imposter syndrome. Number one, commitment. Getting committed is so important in your internal struggle with imposter syndrome. Why? When it comes to commitment, you just know when you're ready or the pain is so great that you're just tired of not taking action and doing the work you were meant to do. For me, it was also helpful that my mission was something that required me to have a voice. I wasn't seeing enough women of color being represented in the podcast world. And if I'm going to create something, I have to put myself and it out there, right? So I would say, think about the bigger picture, those that you're trying to serve. I believe that both the bigger picture and those I was trying to serve is what really helped push me forward and get committed. This requires you to step out and be the change, and many times the representation of what is needed in the world. Number two, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. At times, we don't do what we need to do because quite frankly, we've gotten too comfortable, myself included. That's why when fear shows up, we're like, no thanks, fear hurts, it's uncomfortable, and we head right back to our fearful and comfy patterns. And then we're miserable because we're not making moves. So what I did was commit to a 21-day challenge where I was going to challenge myself to becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable. I gave up Netflix and I could only watch women CEO videos or makeover videos and even those were limited. I also limited my social media only to post for my page. Not being able to escape into the abyss of Netflix episodes or social media was uncomfortable. I'm not a big TV watcher but I do use an occasional show to disconnect and unwind. I had to figure out other ways to unwind and escape, if you will. This taught me how to sit in being uncomfortable and how to work through it. How uncomfortability feels in my body, my mind, and even my spirit. I know it sounds crazy, right? But if we don't work through that, then how are we going to work through the uncomfortability of doubt and fear? Little by little, I had to learn to feel it and then keep moving forward. It was like, oh, okay, I see you fear. I see you doubt. 
okay, I've been here before and I'm going to get through it because now I have developed the tools. So maybe for you, 21 days is a lot. For me, I was desperate and I needed a change. For you, it can be a small start. Commit to seven days, five days, heck, 24 hours, and really take notice of how your mind and body reacts. I would definitely love to hear about it. Number three, taking action. I started making moves on social media and my podcast to do more solo podcasts like the one I'm doing here, where I'm the center of attention. If you know me, I don't like being the center of attention in anything. Why do you think my platform focuses on my interviews with women of color? It's a platform I created for them, for us. And when I say us, I mean me behind the scenes and them, my guests, at the center of attention. What that told me and my audience, whether consciously or subconsciously, I, as a host, had to offer is not as important as those of my guests. I was telling my audience that they can do it, you can do it, but I can't do it. This podcast, this journey requires all of us to show up. It requires me, the host, to show up for myself and my audience. That means being the primary example of what taking action looks like and is what is required of you and your business, your blog, your podcast. And guess what? When I started doing that, I got asked to be on not one, but two podcasts as a guest. They wanted to hear my story and learn from my experiences. So ask yourself, what am I missing out on because I'm not taking action? And who could be benefiting? My potential audience, my clients. What about your husband, your wife, your kids? What about your girlfriends that look to you for support? I hope that you'll commit to taking one small step today. And finally, I will share with you my number one killer. It's comparison. Especially when it comes to people, women who are way ahead of the game than me. Had I known that when I first started five years ago, I probably wouldn't have launched. Not until I worked through that with my therapist and myself. Why? Because I was creating a platform that ultimately would feed my fears of not feeling good enough. Now, after my relaunch and self-reflection, I am able to honor myself and where I'm starting from. And it's not from a place of having it all figured out. And knowing that we all start from somewhere, it's giving me the ability to honor my guest journey and my own. So there you have it. Those are my three tips. Number one, commitment to your vision. Commitment is the biggest game changer. Number two, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Learn what uncomfortability feels like in your body and your mind. This will teach you to reflect and not react. And number three, like Tony Robbins says, take massive action. When you take action, you can't doubt yourself if you're putting in the work. You're coming from a place of purpose, not perfection. You never said you had it all figured out. Know your number one killer. For me, it was comparison. For you, it may be something else. Identify it, call it out, and honor your journey to work through it. I hope that this has been helpful. Have you worked through your imposter syndrome? I'd love to hear about it. Follow me on Instagram at Amigapreneur. Till next time, thank you. So here are my three tips on getting over imposter syndrome. So here are my three, three tips. <laughs> so here are my three, my three tips. <laughs> my three tips 
on getting over imposter syndrome.